The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. Welcome back, everybody. Hour two of In This League on the Sports Grid, rolling along here with you. And we have got a great guest, the most enthusiastic enthusiastic guest I think I've ever had on any of my pods ever. John Lobb, you can find him on the Twitter, at Skull 91 Lobb, welcome in, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. You know, I miss you because during the college season and the whole summer we're together once a week. And right. now this is the second time in the draft season. So it's great to be back with you, my man. And I just want to give you the floor for a second here because you have started something huge. It's a college fantasy football league called the Kings Classic. Why don't you just explain to everybody what that is before we get some NFL draft talk in here? Thanks, my friend. So it's not just my idea. Last year, before COVID, a couple other people and myself were talking about doing a live college fantasy football draft. But then COVID hit. So the idea, obviously, it was shelved, and we know what happened with the season. So there right. was going to be a live draft. Well, as soon as the college football season ended, I started saying, I really do this, but how am I going to do it? And I'm friends with Bob Long. I bet I buy his book. I bet on his, his podcast. Big Guy Sports, I believe that's the name of his podcast. And I reached out to Bob Long. I said, would you allow us to do a live college fantasy football draft at your fantasy football expo? And he said, yes. I, oh, my God, I'm so pumped. <laughs> so then I reached out to like 11 other, you know, and I don't like the term experts, but 11 other great people who love college fantasy football. And everyone said yes. So, Scott, on the Saturday before the expo, we're going to the NFL Football Hall of Fame in Canton. Now, we can't draft in the Hall of Fame because they have limited rooms. But yeah. we're drafting at the hotel the day before. And we're going to broadcast it live, everyone. I'm uh, Yeah, I'm excited for it. I don't know if I'm going to make it to Canton. In fact, I, I probably won't. But if I can, I will. Uh, but uh, I will be there live via satellite uh, <laughs> from, from my place. So uh, I am very excited uh, to, to do that and kind of just bring – you know, college fantasy football to more ears and eyes. I think that's definitely something that we need. You and I love it a lot. Uh, we've done some mock drafts recently, and it also bleeds into our love of the NFL because you get uh, a better know, you get to know the, the players better. So uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the NFL draft with John Lobb. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this. It's in this league on the sports grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. 
Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Why the f*** is it called a... In this league. Because who could be scared of it? In this league. Yeah, just this nice bloke from down the road, isn't he? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hello, In this league. I've just moved in. My wife has got better cuss I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack. You're not having an heart attack. Welcome back, everybody. Hour two of In This League on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm here with John Lobb, Aaron Skull 91 on the Twitter. John, why don't you tell everybody where they can find all your work and what are you doing in the offseason of football? Excellent. I just finished my busiest time of the year because I, I'm going to end up doing 50 NFL player prospect profiles on Rookie Big Board, which is a draft seminar with my teammate Matt Hicks. You can go see those on YouTube.com. And then my um, on FootballDieHards.com are my written pro- profile. I have them by skill positions with the fantasy football slant. Those are all up there. And then follow me on Twitter at GridironSkull91. I could not afford the A and the R, so it is GridironSkull91. And John was also on my uh, I, in this war room, my NFL draft uh, podcast, which is it's on the same feed as the fantasy football pod that the Welsh and I host. So if you wanted to check that out, I just did an interview with Jake Seeley, too. That'll be going up on Monday. Uh, talked quarterbacks uh, with Tim Jenkins, talked running backs with our guy Eric Broton, John, and wide receivers and tight ends with Jake Seeley. So Lena Base, I'm going to be doing defensive players with Gary Davenport uh, the following week as well. So getting some IDP love in there. But uh, let, let's focus on the draft. And John, we know that Trevor Lawrence is going number one. I mean, Urban Meyer didn't even show up at Justin Fields or Zach Wilson's <laughs> workouts. So, you know, I mean, this has been written in stone uh, for the last three years, really, that Trevor Lawrence was going to go number one overall in this draft. Should he come out? He elected to come out. And, um, you know, a lot was made about the Jets being dummies for actually winning games because now they don't have a shot at Trevor Lawrence because he's seen as a generational talent. And he really is. I know generational gets kicked around a bunch. I don't think there's a generational talent at um, any other position. Maybe offensive tackle with Penny Sewell. Uh, but uh, the wide receivers are really good. Kyle Pitts is amazing. Uh, he might be generational too. But, um, you know, the, the, the definitely Trevor Lawrence is a, is a uh, generational talent. Zach Wilson probably going number two to the Jets. We saw that the Niners traded up to pick number three. And it... Uh, kind of sparked interest in everyone. Okay, well, if we know Zach Wilson's going and, and we know that uh, Trevor Lawrence is going, that pick number three was going to end up being Justin Fields. 
But the rumors that came out immediately after the trade were, no, 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 the 49ers really like Trey Lance. And uh, I said, okay, well, I guess if you really like Trey Lance over Justin Fields, you have Jimmy G there so he can sit. Because I think we all, and we said this on, on the podcast a couple weeks ago, John, Trey Lance needs to sit. You know, a whole year off from 2020 and COVID and playing in South Dakota State, you know, a small smaller school. Guy needs uh, a little bit of pine time for sure. But the rumors now have come out that Mac Jones is going to be the guy that the Niners pick. I don't believe this. And it's not that I don't like Mac, Mac Jones because I do, but I just don't think you trade that much to take Mac Jones because you could have traded up to, you know, look, the Eagles were willing to move back to 12. They did with, with the Dolphins. So you could have traded to that sixth spot and taken Mac Jones, in my opinion. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. Do you think this is all smoke and nonsense, or do you think that the Niners are in on Mac Jones and that's where they're going? Scott, I've reached the final stage of grief, except <laughs> it is all Mac Jones. And I've gone through every emotional thought since these rumors came out because I, I, I think Justin Fields is clearly the number three he should be the pick. But I've accepted that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are going to draft Mac Jones. And I've gone back and I've watched the film. And, Scott, I know it sounds crazy. And I've had a question myself because what did I miss? Why do they like him that much? And I'm a Mac Jones guy. You can go back to January, people. And I said Mac Jones was a first-round pick. And I said he was going to be in the top 15. And people are like, you're out of your mind. I'm like, no, the NFL is going to like Mac Jones more than the Twitterverse. I just knew it. You knew national champion, Alabama, right. everything. I knew the NFL was going to like him. But, Scott, I thought he was going to go to Pittsburgh or Indianapolis or New England. In like the a 20s, perfect, yeah. Right? A perfect playoff landing spot. I never envisioned the third overall pick. So, to the drawing board. What did I miss? And what might Kyle Shanahan see in him? So other than the national championship and all that, I think he likes his footwork in the pocket. He has very clean footwork, Scott. He's he very also has good. a very clean pocket because he, he plays is. for Alabama. Oh, well, that's a different story, right? <laughs> he has a bet. Look, at you. you know, people make fun of Zach Wilson with the clean pocket. Have you seen what Mac Jones had at Alabama? And oh. Trey Lance. Uh, my yes. guy, Tim Jenkins, when I had him on my quarterback spot. Same thing. Yeah, he he said, look, the the level of competition for uh for Trey Lance at San Diego State was actually easier than what Mac Jones had to deal with for Bama versus the SEC because there's still great players in the SEC. I agree. I say it all the time. A lot of the Mac Wilson criticism you can apply to the other quarterbacks, but I don't want to go there. I, so I think it's the pedigree, the Alabama, the perceived he's a winner, national champion undefeated in the SEC. And Scott, when I put his numbers into my model, and you know I've talked about this, Mac Jones hits a home run. Passing efficiency, completion percentage, yards per attempt, touchdown interception ratio, hits them all. The only red flag is he's only played 21 games, which I'd like to have seen 30, but he's got more games than Trey Lance. He's also played a much higher level than Trey Lance. It's not even comparable. FCS level compared to SEC West, right? So it's not right. even in the same ballpark. He's got very good footwork. What I've read at the Senior Bowl, and we didn't get to go down and, you know, different, but everyone, all the statements that I could find, 
when a Matt Rule gave him the playbook, Mac Jones devoured an NFL playbook immediately and impressed the Carolina coaching staff. Obviously, in my opinion, Kyle Shanahan must have talked either with Matt Jones by now or talked to other people who know him. He's obviously got a high football IQ. Everyone says it. So what does Kyle Shanahan say? I've got a player with good feet, and he can take my playbook and master it immediately. And I've got a ready-made offense. That's what he thinks. Hey, I got Brandon Ayuk. I got George Kittle. I got above-average offensive line. I've got Debo Samuel. I got her, and I got a defense if they stay healthy is great. I, I, this is what Kyle Shanahan sees. I don't think he's worth the third pick, but it doesn't matter. So I've gone back to watch more film. I get it. It's not what I would make, but Shanahan's forgotten more about quarterbacking than I know. Right. So I, I'm at the acceptance level, Scott. Yeah. And, and uh, look, I, I love the breakdown that, that you've done on that, you know, and I think the thing that uh, makes Mac Jones stand out and, and, you know, makes him a first round pick is the processing, you know, and oh, granted, yeah. a lot of people want to take credit away from him because he had four first round wide receivers, one that won the Heisman, you know, so. Yeah, his targets were great. Yes, his offensive line has been great. Uh, he Maybe he can run. He just didn't have to, so we didn't yeah. really need to see him do that much as far as his footwork goes outside of the pocket. So, you know, it's just not something necessary for him. I do think that the ceiling is lower yes. for Mac Jones versus Fields and Wilson and, and obviously Lawrence, but... I, I do think he's a first-round pick. I do think he's an NFL-level starting quarterback, which, uh, you know, a lot of people don't uh, agree with. But even with us liking Mac Jones, I still don't think that the Niners needed to trade up to pick number three to get oh, him. I agree I, with that. Yeah. Unless uh, they were scared. Look, it's, you know, they might have convinced themselves the Falcons are going to take him. In their mind, if that's true or not, they might have right. said the Falcons are going to take Mac Jones. Yeah, I mean, maybe and, maybe they did. We didn't hear one single rumor about that ever, but some teams like to play close to vest. Obviously, NFL circles are NFL circles. We are not in them. So who knows? That could definitely have happened. But when we come back, we're going to break down a little bit more of this early first round. Uh, I'm going to see what Mr. Lobb would do with that number four overall pick for the Falcons. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this. It's in this league on the. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. 
Chris Well said you were coming. What else did he say? He said you were the best in the parsec. Scott Bogman, former Imperial Sharpshooter. That's not saying much. I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. Please excuse his lack of decorum. In this league, this is the way. Stop touching things. Welcome back, everybody, in this league on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm here with my friend, John Lobb. We are talking about the NFL draft, taking a look at what some of these teams are going to do early in the draft. So, Lobb, I am going to make you. You are now the GM of the Atlanta Falcons. There's all kinds of rumors about what the Falcons are going to do with pick number four overall in this draft. Obviously, Maybe they're going to take a quarterback. Uh, Justin Fields seems like a perfect fit. He's from oh, Georgia, man. went there for a little bit, decided to move over to Ohio State. Uh, just, you know, a better chance for him to get in front of some cameras, I think, at Ohio State. So he did, uh, succeeded there, uh, very much so. Going to be a very, very high pick. I think that's kind of where they should go because he can sit behind Matt Ryan uh, for a year or two. But they have offensive line issues. They could get more picks as well if they decide to trade back, maybe pick up something for that defense because it has been horrid over the last couple of years, maybe add a piece for their run game because Todd Gurley didn't work out and they really have nothing there. Uh, there's Penny Sewell is in this range. Kyle Pitts is in this range up here. So you, John Lobb, uh, are the GM now. What are you doing with this Atlanta Falcons pick at number four overall? Trading out, trading out, trading out. I've got to get – I have so many holes on my football team. I've got to accumulate draft capital. I see what the Jets got for Sam Darnold. I see what the Miami Dolphins got for that third pick in the draft. I've got to get players on this football team. I would trade that. That is such a valuable pick, especially if Justin Fields is sitting there on draft day. I would have the phone number of New England. I would have, you know, the phone call with Pittsburgh. I would have the phone call, you know, I, I'm looking quickly. Who else? Um, at Washington. I would, I'd have those numbers on fast dial immediately and say, what do you want for Justin Fields? Because I've got to accumulate picks. I need picks this year and I need picks next year. Now, if I'm going to stay, so that's what I would do. I'd trade Right, out. right. You got to find a dance partner to do that. Yes. So. So either I don't get what I want or no one wants to dance. If I stay, I'm building this franchise around Justin Fields. If that's, we believe Mac Jones is going, I can sit him for, I'm going to take the Kansas City playbook. I'm going to say, young man, you're going to sit one year behind Matt Ryan. We're going to let you learn. You might get some time in week 15 or 16. Who knows? We're going to let you learn. You're going to play in year two. Matt? You're going to be the quarterback. If you get us to the Super Bowl, you come back. You know, like, like we'll be honest. If, if you're winning, you're back. But we're probably going in a new direction because I got to get another quarterback for five or six years down the road. I don't look at 10 years anymore. Let's just go five or six years down the road. I take Justin Fields there. That's what I would do. It's the upside and the value of the franchise quarterbacks too great, Scott. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I think Fields is a great pick there if you don't find a dance partner. But I think I agree with you as far as trading too. You know what I mean? Especially if Justin Fields isn't the guy on your radar. You know what I mean? If you can get 
Uh, I mean, I don't know if Chicago has picks beyond number 20 overall. Oh, but, that's right. Chicago, um, you know, uh, that would be a decent one because they're looking for a quarterback. I can't imagine that they actually go with Andy Dalton as the only uh, <laughs> only one there. But I guess we'll see. You know, I can't believe yeah. Trubisky signed with Buffalo, too, by the way. That was very, very strange. We haven't talked about any of these moves. Sean. You know what he but, said? Trubisky said timeout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll just take a year or two off behind Josh Allen. And then someone maybe, you know, Marcus Mariota. Uh, yep. he, he got in. If he gets in for one game and looks great again, that's exactly yeah. what Mariota did. So uh, yep. there's some possibility uh, there for that as well. All right. So, um, yeah, they have too many holes on defense. If I can trade back and get more picks in this draft, great. If I can get multiple first rounders, I'm doing that as well. Um, I'm with you. But if not, uh, yeah, Fields. I also think Penny Sewell could be an option for them too, because I still think he's the best offensive lineman in oh, this like draft. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, the Bengals pick number five, John, and I just, I've seen the mocks where they take Jamar Chase. I've seen the mocks where they take Kyle Pitts. I can't imagine that, it, you know, the year after you pick one overall and then your quarterback goes down because he got clipped in the knee because your offensive line is so horrid that now you're going to go ahead and not take a potential generational type left tackle in Penny Sewell. You know, we, we knew he's going to be the first offensive lineman off the board after his freshman year. So, yeah. uh, I don't get why they would take Jamar Chase. They are good at wide receiver. You know, uh, they have Boyd and Higgins. I think that's more than enough. And there's more yeah. wide receivers later to take. Not that Jamar Chase isn't amazing because he is. But if I'm the Bengals, I got to take an offensive lineman to protect my uh, my franchise quarterback. Being a Steelers fan, I hope they take uh, Chase. You know, uh, that it, it's going to be hard to co to cover uh, in in a while. All those amazing wide receivers, but. You know, if you get no more than one Mississippi uh, with the ball in your hand, if you're Joe Burrow, what the hell can you do with it? You know, he can move a little, but he's coming off the knee injury too. Might might not even be ready to start week one. So uh, that's how I feel, John. Are you with me on the offensive line for the Bengals, or do you see value in taking chase there? Offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. I wish I could remember where I, I've been listening to so many podcasts because COVID and we're right. home. So I listened to tons of podcasts and one, one of the shows I was listening to had a guest on and the guest was trying to predict quarterback injuries. So we went back to the last 20 years and then what he did is he correlated it to the number of offensive line injuries. And guess what? The direct correlation. Yeah. He, he's like, it, what a it, shock. It, He's like, he took the starting five offensive linemen in September at kickoff and how many offensive linemen were still on the field by the end of the year. And if you lost two or three starters, your quarterback was significantly more likely to be injured by the end of the year. Well, we saw Burrow, the playoffs you, for the Chiefs. You yes. know, that's how that's how Pat Mahomes got hurt. And, yes. And had to run for 400 yards, run for his life against the Bucks. Couldn't survive it. Couldn't survive it. And and you just said it, Joe Burrow couldn't stay on the field because he got hit so much. It would be malfeasance to not protect your franchise quarterback. And, Scott, you said the second best thing. Second round, Amon Ross St. Brown, maybe Elijah Moore. Um, You know, you could – I'm trying to – Wondell Moore, Kadarius Tony. There's yes, a million. All, 
you know. They're going to be there. Come on, you got to go the offensive lineman there in my book. I agree with you totally, Scott. Oh, my God. I hope they take a, a defensive lineman or something. <laughs> uh, they need they need help on the D-line and linebackers yeah. and all that stuff, too. So there's plenty of holes here. Uh, and wide receiver is not one of them. That's really no, my thing. Not. This class is deep. You don't need it. Uh, you don't need maybe it. you think Chase is the best option on the board. But if that is the case, trade back. Trade back. Get, pick up a couple extra picks because there's enough holes for the Bengals. You know, they're not they're not a season away from turning it around, I don't think. Oh, no. So, uh, but I mean, getting Sewell would make them maybe uh, a season away. So we'll see. Uh, how about this Dolphins pick right after that? Because, you know, the Dolphins have kicked around. They added extra picks. Of course, they have the Texans first round pick in this draft as well from the Laramie Tunsil trade. And oh man, the Texans. Uh, I mean, we'll get to that another time, maybe, John, but it's messy. So, uh, with the Dolphins at six, what do you think they should do? Because they do have options. There's going to be offensive linemen here, which they could use. They could use a, a big wide receiver, and there's a bunch that are going to be here. Kyle Pitts potentially still on the board if, you know, the teams in front of them do what we think they're going to do. So, now what do you do if you're the Miami Dolphins with pick number six? I'm going to do something. I really like the brain trust of the Miami Dolphins. I think they're doing a lot of, they're making a lot of correct decisions. And if I'm the Miami Dolphins and Panay Sewell or Rashad Slater are sitting there, Scott, they have pick number. I'm looking quickly. Um, why can't I? Uh, they have the Texans. But what number is that right now? Uh, that that one is um... uh, 23 maybe. No, uh, it's oh nine eighteen 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 is their pick. This is this is the Texans. this is the Texans. So they have yeah, picked eighteen picked around and traded a bunch. So and they have a second round pick right at the top. They can get the running back and wide receiver. I've got to give Tua time. I've got to protect Tua. I, I, I maybe I'm just old Scott. When I love I love Rashad Slater. I, I, I Rashad Slater, yeah, from Northwestern. He is. <laughs> He looks like an accountant, but when you see him out there mauling people, oh. I mean, it's unbelievable. Scott, have you seen the clips with him and Chase Young, the battle they did two yeah. years ago? Yeah. That's a manly fight, brother. That is, <laughs> that is all man. I mean, that I'll take him with that nastiness. I mean, I'll get my running back. I'm going to get one of the big three running backs at 18 or the top of the second round. Yeah, 36 can, also. Right, right. Yeah. And I can get my wide receiver. I'm going to go with the offensive lineman there. That's okay. what I would do. And the Dolphins are smart. The value is in the offensive line at that pick, my friend. So so you think that they traded back up to six to take Sewell, assuming that the Bengals don't? If they, if they have the same scouting and the same concept, like where is the value? The offense, Slater and Sewell, the value is in those two players, in my opinion. Well, I tell you what I'm would going. be smart is if the if the, the <laughs> Bengals, uh, you know, if the Bengals want to be smart and they don't, they know they're not going to take Sewell, then maybe threaten the Dolphins and say, "Hey, you got to give us an extra pick here." Um, you know, maybe they can get that thirty-six back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They get uh, just to move up one spot so that the Dolphins can get Sewell if that is the guy that they absolutely have to have. But we are going to take a break when we come back. Uh, John and I are going to talk more about the NFL draft, so stick with us. It's in this league on the Sports Grid. We'll be right back after this. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. Welcome back, everybody, in this league on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter, at Bogman Sports. If you would, please check out the ITL Patreon, patreon.com. Slash ITL Army, where we got all kinds of goodies for you over there. We got group me rooms. We've got live streams. We've got um, all kinds of stuff. Rankings. The Welsh has his minor league rankings. Over 500 minor leaguers ranked. I'm going to have the NFL draft prospects ranked for Dynasty uh, right as they are getting drafted. I'm going to be doing a live stream for the NFL draft. Maybe Lob will join me there as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of me all day uh, sitting <laughs> on my ass. I bought a new chair for it too, John. So oh, my, my new chair should be here hopefully tomorrow. We'll see. Okay. Uh, but uh, I am really, really excited uh, for the NFL draft, as is everyone else. Uh, check that out if you would. John, um, we're moving through the first round of the draft here, and the Lions are up at pick number seven with what we've done so far. And um, how can they not take a defensive player here is my question. Like, uh, they ranked pretty much dead last in every category they were terrible against the pass they were terrible against the run they got no pressure they had bad tackling the defense was horrible which is why they bring in a defensive style uh coach here i believe they trade away their franchise quarterback matt stafford they bring in golf maybe he'll work they got a nice haul but um you know those picks are in the future for next year do you just go BPA and do you take Jamar Chase? Because they need wideouts now too. Now that Galladay and Jones are gone, Kyle Pitts might be the best player available right here. But what the hell do you do if you're the Lions? Because it seems like they need to take BPA, but BPA does not fit the holes that they have in this team on the defensive side. So I'm kind of up in the air with this pick. The Lions are in a terrible situation. Not only is their roster devoid of talent, but I don't like this pick here, and here's why, Scott. If I'm picking this early, I want a dominant defensive player. And to me, that is an edge rusher. But I want an edge rusher who can stop the run. I can't get a one-dimensional edge rusher. I don't think the number seven pick in the draft is is worth a guy who can't put his foot on his feet on his hands on the ground on first down and stop the run. 
So I look at Mika Parsons. I love him. But I think he's only 245 pounds. He gets trapped by one of those offensive tackles, dude. I think he's going to have a very hard time in the run game. So I actually think they should go Jamar Chase. And I'm a defensive. I would normally go defensive lineman here. But I need a three down. Give me the edge. Seal the edge. I don't think there's a linebacker who. You don't think Quinny Pay is that guy? <clears throat> yeah, Kitty Pay isn't worth that. There's too much high risk, high reward there. He was okay. very underwhelming at Michigan, and you know I love Michigan, right. but he wasn't the seventh pick in the draft. You know I need Garrett, um, uh, uh Miles Garrett, right? Bruce, right? Smith. Chase Young, you know you you yeah, missed out on these Chase guys. Chase Young, right? There's none of those guys in this draft. I think no. I think Quinny Pay is the best edge rusher, but. He's, you know, like you said, he's probably more of like a 15 uh, type of a guy, uh, not uh, probably not a top 10 type of an edge rusher, but he might get drafted in the top 10 because that's, you know, he's the best one on the board. Yes. And I, I personally think Jamar Chase, though. And oh, and I ruled out Kyle Pitts. You got TJ Hawkinson. You just can't do it. You can't do it. I mean, the Eagles were pretty good with Goddard and Ertz for a while, you know. I know. I mean, but they got Goddard in what the third round of that draft, and Ertz was a third rounder. Two first rounders on a tight end. I'd be woo woo. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm with you. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, it's B. If that is BPA, and I think it is at this point in the draft, then maybe they would go with it. But also, this is another team where maybe you trade out. You got a bunch yeah. of stuff. For Stafford, you know what I mean? It's not, you're not getting it until next year and the year after that. But uh, I think maybe trading out of the spot and gaining more assets, um, you know, would be a smart move for the Lions. So, oh, that's the best move if they could do that. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, you need stuff, but I think that the, you know, the generational talent, like the one that's left here is Pitts. I still like, I still really like. Uh, Chase and I like Devonte Smith here, so I wouldn't be surprised or shocked if they went with a wide yeah. receiver because they really, really need one. But you can take wide receivers later. You know, with, yes. with when you have the worst pressure rate in the NFL, you're just not going to win games like that. So you got to put pressure on the quarterback. That's why I, you know, if I'm stuck, I think I take Quitty Pay. Um, oh, you like if, him? Uh, I, I I like him enough to to. I mean, just you have to get pressure on the quarterback in the NFL. No, I agree. You know? So yeah. maybe next year when you're picking high and you have the extra first round pick from the Rams, yeah. then maybe there's an edge rusher that you take, you know, with one of those two first round picks and that takes some of the pressure off of pay and he gets more one-on-ones, you know, the tight end is lining up on the other side, that kind of a thing. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a long year in Detroit, regardless of who they pick at seven or don't pick at seven. That's for sure. Um, the next question I have for you is where, Where's Trey Lance fall? And if Mac Jones doesn't go number three, if they do take Justin Fields, and that's, uh, you know, kind of, honestly, I don't believe they're taking Mac Jones. I don't. I just, <laughs> I don't believe it. I think they're taking Fields, but um, what do you think? Who who goes first if the Niners do skip Mac Jones? Is it uh, Lance? Is it Mac? And who takes these quarterbacks then if they slip? Uh, so, I think the, the the most likely player to slip in that scenario is Trey Lance. Okay. And, and I, I'll say this because you have to think about an NFL general manager. 
You're going to and a head coach. And you're yeah. really judged on those quarterback picks because we know just going through the team so far, yeah. uh, you know, the Dolphins aren't taking one. Lions aren't taking one. The Panthers just traded for Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, we're number nine at Denver would be the next pick up. Uh, if we're working our way, we're not really doing a mock draft. We're just yeah. trying to see where things are going, but uh, they got, they got drew lock. I'm not a big fan. Maybe this is where uh, they dive into the, the quarterback here. I think the value is Denver. You see, anyone knows I'm a Bronco fan. My son and I are hoping Justin Fields falls to us <laughs> at number nine, my friend, and say goodbye to Drew Locke. Um, I think the faller is going to be Trey Lance. And I'll tell you why. If you are a general manager with a $2 million job on the line, are you taking a young man out of the FCS level with 17 starts? very hard to justify to your owner and the fact are you going to keep your job because you I think you just said it he probably needs a year on the bench he does yeah so that's very hard to swallow if your job is on the line and I think he's the least likely to start from day one so I think he's the faller here and I think someone will take fields at nine to eleven somewhere in that range what what's a perfect spot let's say that uh, Trey Lance, he's not going to last past pick 15, right? I think there's too many teams that like him. Uh, so I don't think he falls past okay, pick, yeah. pick 15. Uh, who do you, who do you think takes him? Do you think that the Patriots would take him? Do you think that there's another team? Maybe Washington moves up See? to get him. Maybe the Steelers want to move up. I mean, they don't have a lot of capital or, or, you know, cap room, to, to take a quarterback, but uh, do you think a team maybe moves up to take Lance or do you think his slide continues? I think a team like Washington would be so smart to watch it closely, maybe risk to Philadelphia at 12 and then maybe try to jump in at 13 or 14. Cause you have the chargers with Herbert, the Vikings with cousins and try to bring in Lance for one year behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. And you know, we got Ryan Fitz, Fitzpatrick, right? Ryan Fitzpatrick to me, that, that I read this story one time about yeah. a cat that uh, it lived in a hospice. And <laughs> it would go and sit at the person's, uh, you know, on the person's bed who was about to pass away. Yeah. I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick is the NFL version of the cat. You know what I mean? <laughs> He goes to Miami and here's Tua. He goes to Washington. I mean, he's done this so many times in his career. Yeah. Right, where he's gone somewhere and, uh, you know, and he still, he ends up a playing time every single year and Does, he's probably going to start for Washington. Remember, so Ron Rivera had Cam Newton at Carolina. Trey Lance has Cam Newton traits in him. Right. I think that's a really nice. Now, it could be Chicago. But Chicago's like a wild card, and I don't even know if I'd want him in Chicago from a fantasy standpoint. But I feel like Washington is putting together a good team, and I'm a big Chase Young fan. So I think this defense with Rivera's putting together could be nasty. I think Trey Lance would look really good with Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson in two years. I mean, it's he's just so wasted if he goes to Chicago. Not, oh. that, not that it's a, a bad pick or – uh, Chicago, he couldn't be successful in Chicago. They have Allen Robinson. Uh, they're probably going to take a wide receiver at some point here. Uh, they have some good weapons there. You yeah. know, I love David Montgomery. Uh, Tariq Cohen is a nice weapon. You know, I think that, uh, Cole Komet is going to be nice. You know, there's a lot of pieces, but 
Matt Nagy's getting fired after this year. He's getting if, fired. If, if, he has, if he has Andy Dalton as his quarterback for 17 games this year, he's cooked. I mean, it's over <laughs> for him. I have no hope that this dude is going to keep his job at all whatsoever. So now you bring in a new coaching staff. Maybe they don't like Trey Lance. There you know you what go. I mean? Maybe they do, but yeah, maybe yeah. they don't. You so, don't know. you know, it, it's a com it's completely up in the air. So if I'm Chicago in particular, I don't want Trey Lance, not because he's not talented, but who the hell knows? Now, maybe you're doing what just happened to Josh Rosen, what just happened to Sam Darnold, and, and you know, you're getting a, a guy out of this system in a couple years when the guy has not been set up for success at all. And you just did that with Trubisky, too. So I don't know, kind, kind of a waste if he goes there, in my opinion. Um, if the Cowboys don't take a defensive back, do Cowboys fans burn down uh, the, the stadium there? I mean, the, the Cowboys... They have the talent on offense. Dak is coming back. They paid Zeke. Um, they need secondary help a ton here, John. So if they don't take if if the Cowboys don't take a defensive player, are the fans just going to pick it and riot there? <laughs> you know, they definitely need defense, but I'm going to throw you a monkey wrench. I think they need to go offensive line here. That line's getting a little old in the tooth. Yeah, look, line is fine too. You know, yes, okay. I, I I don't think it's a bad pick if they take an offensive lineman. I, okay. And but but if I if I want an offensive lineman and I'm the Cowboys, I trade back. You know, oh, there, there's yes. Trey Lance is here. There's other pieces. Micah Parsons still on the board. Uh, hopefully, you know, for them. Uh, yeah. So they don't need a middle linebacker. It's the one spot on defense that they don't need. The one spot on offense that they do need is the line. So I think you trade back. You get a couple extra picks if you can. And then maybe take an offensive lineman or defensive back a little bit later. So you know who I like, I'm higher on than most. We've talked about him, Scott. Zayvon Collins would look good in the Dallas Cowboys uniform. Oh, uh, Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. Yeah, I, I'm a big Zayvon Collins. He's nasty, dude. He gets after it. I yeah, <laughs> that would that would be a good pick for them. They definitely need to put pressure, but the yes. secondary, you know, there's good corners. You know, no, Patrick there are is still here. Caleb Fairley, yes, he had the back surgery, but he's yeah. still here. J.C. Horn getting a lot of uh, first-round buzz as well. So I think there's enough corners here to where you kind of need to take one because they just kept getting torched. And you got to put points on the board, so teams are going to have to match you. If you don't have yeah. good corners to stop that, it's going to be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth the whole game. That's an easy way to get quarterbacks hurt and uh, wide receivers hurt, so I don't, I don't want to <laughs> do that. I want to be able to use Zeke, but we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to lightning round a couple of, uh, of questions here with John to end it out. So stick with us in this league on the sports grid. Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Welcome back, everybody, in this league on the Sports League. Get on the grid. I'm here with my last segment with John Lobb. Follow him on the Twitter at Gridiron Skull. 91 he's doing a great job of you know he's got his nfl profiles he's doing a lot of work right now so go check him out i'm gonna see if i can get him on live during the nfl draft with me at some point maybe one of the three days we got three days to work it out i'll get on one of the three days so we'll figure it out i want to lightning round some questions here Uh, i think the most important one is will the packers take a first round wide receiver this year I hate to predict because I've been so wrong <laughs> with this new, you know, the, the people in charge. But I'll tell you a dream scenario. Elijah Moore lands to the Green Bay Packers. They have the big receivers, Devontae Adams and uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They have their X. They have their Z. They attack. They have physicality. Oh, my God, would Elijah Moore look perfect in the slot in a Green Bay You would fit. He would absolutely perfect fit. fit. So how many wide receivers go in the first round, John? I think five. Five? Okay, so it's Chase, uh, it's Smith, uh, it's um, uh, Waddle, and then you had Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore and um, um, I have Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman, but it, okay. But it could be Terrence Marshall. We, I, I'm willing, but I think there'll be a fifth. One guy will surprise us. Yeah, okay. I, I think so too. That's why I think I would say six. Because I think all five of those guys go well. Maybe not more. I'm not as big a more fan as you. I think he has to land. Yeah, yeah. In, he has to land in a specific scenario where they need a slot wideout. Uh, yeah. But uh, how about running backs? Do any running backs go in the first round? And if so, how many and where? I think one's going, Javante Williams to the Arizona Cardinals. I know. Oh, gonna, I like that fit. I like that I, fit. I think he's. I, the rumors are that Arizona likes him. And the offense is similar to what he played in in North Carolina. I got a sneaky feeling that the Cardinals will take him in the first. You know, I want an offensive lineman with the Steelers pick because, you know, uh, I love Zach Banner, but I don't think he could play left tackle. I want him at right tackle. So, yeah. uh, but they've interviewed Najee Harris a bunch. So oh, that, that's, uh, that's a possibility too. So I would love to see him in, in black and gold. So we'll see. But John, I appreciate you uh, taking the time for us and I will definitely be hitting you up for the draft and take it easy, my friend. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll be right back after this with Casey Bubba in this league on the Sports Grid rolls on to hour three. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> 